0: hello my name is ethan and i'm so excited to be joining you again as you journey through lent so today i'm going to be reading a passage and then we're going to be reflecting on it and then hopefully i'm going to probe a few questions for you as you continue out your day so we're going to start in john 15 if you can grab your bible grab your bible Take some time, quiet your space, sit down, grab your coffee if it's in the morning, and let these words that I'm about to read penetrate your heart. John 15 to me is a passage that I've read so many times. I, I grew up learning about this, but it never really hit me and struck me and penetrated my heart until recently. I'm going to read it pretty slow. Um, Feel free to pause at any time and and reflect, go back and listen or read, or just cruise along with me. Starting in verse 1, I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that does not produce fruit and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit, so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile and burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master does not confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends, since I've told you everything that the Father has told me. You didn't choose me, I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for, using my name. This is my command. Love each other. There's quite a bit to unpack there in the first half of John 15. And we'd be here quite a while if we were to go through all of it. But I really want to focus on the topic of abiding. What does active abiding look like in your life? I know for me, this is something that I have struggled with day in and day out especially as someone who's grown up in the church. Yes, I know these these passages. I know the word of God, but how do I actively live this out in my heart, especially in a season like Lent? I've been learning that active abiding is the act of receiving and trusting all that God is for us in Christ. I think we can often get confused with what abiding looks like and truly submitting ourselves to the grapevine. I know as someone who tries to be independent mostly, it's really hard for me to check myself really and submit myself knowing that it might be pruned and it might Hurt a little bit to grow. So, I want to ask you one last question. What does abiding look like for you in your life? I wrote down some things that abiding looks like in my life. I'm going to read them to you, and and maybe you share some of the same ones as me. But maybe you listen to this list and you're like, none of this is how I abide. None of this is how I slow down and acknowledge the presence of God and what he's doing in my life. Then that's fine. You don't have to do any of these. But I encourage you today to take time and try to notice those moments. Notice those times when you feel the presence of God just a little bit closer than you did the moment before. For me. It may look like being outdoors and letting the sun hit my face. Maybe it's drinking coffee alone in the morning. Being sensitive to what the Spirit is doing and then follow. It's knowing that I don't have to rush about anything. It's acknowledging God being with me at all times. It's following the current of grace and letting him lead compared to me taking the reins. It's moving at three miles an hour, just like Jesus did. Father, I thank you that you have called us friends. I thank you that you have welcomed us into your family and you have actively chosen not to have us be slaves, which we don't even deserve to be your slave. We don't even deserve to kiss your feet. And yet you bring us up and you call us your friend. You have shared when you were on this earth, all the information you had, and you continue to do so through the Holy Spirit. I thank you that we can remain in active abiding with you. I thank you that as we go about our day, as we go about our week, we take time to notice those moments of your presence moving. We take time to recognize your path for us, even in the small things. I thank you that you are constantly leading us and nudging us and guiding us. And I pray as we lean into Lent, that we also lean into the nudges that you give us. I thank you that we follow those nudges, whether it's getting coffee at a different place than we normally go or Talking a little bit longer to our waiter, we follow the nudge and we actively abide and trust you for all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen.